Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers show is brought to you by betonline.ag. The NFL season is here, and I'm absolutely psyched. If you want to place a bet on any of the NFL action all season long, betonline.ag is the place to do it. Make sure y'all check on betonline.ag. The season actually starts tomorrow, Thursday night, 24-7-365. So betonline.ag, all the time, any place, anywhere. Yes, recording Wednesday night. This will be out on Thursday. So here's what you need to do between now and then. Head to betonline.ag today to make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, cue the music. It's time to start the show. Welcome to the Believe in Steelers show on the Believe Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined as always by my guy, two-time Super Bowl champion and 12-year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers. A sleeveless Ike Taylor IT football is back. I am psyched. Steelers, Bengals, it's all happening this weekend. Got football tonight between the Bills and the Rams. Recording this the Wednesday night, so be out on Thursday. I am so excited. The football season is here. Hey, what a way to start the season, Mark. The Buffalo Bills and the stud of Josh Allen. And uh, Super Bowl, the reigning tr- Super Bowl champions with the L.A. Rams. Oh, Matthew Stafford and company, Sean McVay and company, Aaron Donald and company, Jalen Ramsey and company. And you know what? They got an invite. They invited the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis and company as well. Yes, and Vaughn Miller's going to be on a new team in this matchup too, Mike. So football is back. The long all offseason is done. Right. And we have a loaded show for our listeners 
in advance of opening weekend, the opening of the regular season, Ike. I know we've got a big boxing match between Le'Veon Bell, Adrian Peterson. We'll discuss Steelers, Bengals as well. But we're going to start with Steelers news. Mitch Trubisky named the starting quarterback for week one. Kenny Pickett, the backup. And that means Mason Rudolph likely to be inactive because head coach Mike Tomlin says that the Steelers will have two quarterbacks active on the roster. We tried to tell you all offseason long it was going to play out this way that Trubisky would, in fact, be the week one starter. Yeah, I know it's hard making them executive decisions because all three of them played good between Mason, Kenny, and Mitch. You know, when you just look at what they did for the preseason mark, especially for practice, because I was able to be there for practice, I'm like, dang, what it's looking like, you really got three starters. Now, some people will beg to differ and agree with what I said, but just looking at what they did in the preseason, looking at their stats, looking at their passer ratings, looking at the situations there was in, uh, two-minute situations, down situations, uh, short ball, deep ball, mid-ball situations, controlling the offense situation between Mitch, Kenny, and Mason. All three of them had a good, not a good, but a great preseason so far. So, Yes, Ike, I'm with you there, too, and I find the Steelers. That trade deadline's not till November the 1st. Hang on to all three because injuries can happen. We saw what happened in 2019 when the Steelers trade away Josh Dobb to the Jaguars, and then you're left with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. I'm not wishing injury upon any player, but if you're not going to send over a King's Ransom specific, specifically for a guy like Mason Rudolph, and I'm talking about like third or fourth round pick, Hang on to him for now because between Rudolph and Trubisky, they both have starting experience in this league. Kenny Pickett looked awfully comfortable in the preseason as well. It's a good problem to have for the Steelers early on in the season. And then that way you don't have to rush Pickett out on the field. You can let Trubisky start and see what he can do with this offense. I'm very excited, Ike, because there's a lot of young talent. The big question for me is going to be whether the offensive line can hold up regardless of who's back there at quarterback. So I'm really excited to see what this looks like in week one, because as good as things looked in the preseason, Ike, I always go back to what our guy Damashek says. It's a little bit like a war reenactment. It counts for real starting Sunday. We'll see what happens when the Steelers take on the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, preseason, you know, when I look at preseason, I look at presentation. You know what I'm saying? I look at it as like a new relationship. You know, when you get into a new relationship, you just showing the female or the female showing you the presentation of their side of the ball. Now, when it becomes serious, then you show who you really are. The same thing with football. Like when you look at the preseason, preseason, it's just a presentation. So they're showing they display they they are displaying their talent. But by the end of the day, once the regular season comes, Mark, it's it's really getting to the nitty gritty. You know, you showing who you really are, and usually that happens in eight games because four games. Defensive coordinators, they just trying to see or feel you out. After the full game, they already know exactly what you're good at, what you're not good at, where they can come from when it comes down to blitzes, and they'll take off from there. Now, after you change up your game plan, after you evolve as, as a quarterback for the next four games, and that's eight, then you got action. You know, so you know exactly what you know exactly how defenses are looking and preparing for you. So, but you know, Mitch Mitch been doing it for a minute. He got a high pretty much uh Winning percentage, I think, and we've been saying this for a long time, like the grass is greener when he came to the city of Pittsburgh. He got receivers tight in. They are uh, fixing the offensive line. They got running backs. And by the end of the day, he got a head coach who loves him. You know, and by the end of the day, when you when you find or when you're somewhere where, 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 where people love you and you got a coach that, that embraces 
your personality and what you do and set aside or everything that happened to you before, it's easier to come to work. You know what I'm saying? So when you're looking at the Mitchell Trubisky situation, that's what he is. When you look at the Kenny Pickett situation, it's just, I mean, he 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 he's the home. You know, he's a yenzer. Uh, he's he's homegrown, as as some people would say. So, well, Kenny Pickett, he's done something that's that that's that's really haven't been done in a while consistently, and that's just being a four year starter in college. You know, so when you when you do see him take the field. It's natural. He's calm. He's cool. He's collective. He's not panicking. He's not worried about everything. But it's just reps after reps after reps after reps that he that he's have had in college, Mark. So and we all know Mason Rudolph's story. Mason Rudolph, you know, he, he probably got a an unfair shot when it comes down to the media or people just criticizing him. But you can't deny what Mason has been doing for this preseason. You know, he's calm, cool, and collective. And now he feels like he can breathe a little bit. So right now the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mark, they got a they had a great situation when it comes down to having three quarterbacks that uh potentially when when you look at the passer rating, the situations they have been in the play in the preseason and how they handle adversity. All of them get along well and that's something that usually don't happen. But I gotta tip my hat to Coach T. For, for having that kind of locker room in that room with everybody understanding, yeah, it's going to always be competitive, but make sure you respect my decision-making. Yeah, and speaking of Coach T. Ike, I'm glad I'm not the only one who has problems copying and pasting properly in my day-to-day life. And it was so funny to see the depth chart comes out, and it was like, okay, Pickett's the third stringer, which honestly, not that big a deal. But I do think it's a feat that he beat Rudolph out for the backup spot, Ike, but to say that it was a copy-paste error, I make those kind of mistakes at work in my day job all the time, Mike. Right. And, you know, I, I talk I talk intelligent, but I text Ebonics. So I, I make them kind of mistakes <laughs> all day, every day. I'm just glad I'm not the only one. And honestly, it was like, man, is there more to this that Rudolph is the backup and then he's the third stringer? And it's just like, right, no, right. we copied and pasted it incorrectly. And again, I'm glad that uh, this happens even at the highest level with Coach Talbot and company with the Steelers, Ike. And again, I think it's a tremendous feat by Kenny Pickett to be even the backup as a rookie and to beat Rudolph out because, look, Rudolph, probably not a franchise guy, but he's capable of coming in for a game or two or for several games and at least weathering the storm. He's he's demonstrated that he can do that. He has a winning record as a starting quarterback in this league. So, again, I don't think he's going to be Joe Burrow or I don't think he's going to be the elite of the elite in the AFC. But there's nothing wrong with the quarterback having a backup role in this league and carving out a niche there and being the best you could be in that role. And that's what we'll have with Mason Rudolph as the third stringer moving forward, Ike. I want to say this, Ike. I'm not sure if I've brought this up to you specifically. Going back to the draft when the Steelers drafted Pickett, you go back to 1983 when the chief was in charge, Art Rooney Sr. I know the Rooneys wanted to draft another Pittsburgh quarterback in that draft, the guy by the name of Dan Marino. And they let him go with their first round pick. So that wasn't going to happen twice when Pickett was on the board, the hometown kid right in your backyard playing for Pitt. It's no wonder that they drafted Pickett. I don't know if I've ever mentioned to you that before, Ike, but did some homework, did some research on that. Yeah, at the time, Mark, I, I just think like Pittsburgh had Pickett as one of the highest rated in this draft quarterback NFL ready. And he just wind up falling 
in their lap. Um, we talked about this on our show earlier when it came down to the drafts. Uh, they picked the top the top five drafts, the first five drafts, I'm sorry, with defensive guys. I don't know when the first or the last time that has happened in the NFL draft. You know, usually it's a quarterback, uh, offensive lineman, a defensive end. Like, it's a mix-up between the top five. But, you know, in the 2022 draft, man, there was five guys. And the top five guys were were defensive guys. So when you look at that, man, that's kind of unusual. And usually it's a domino effect when it comes to that. Once you start picking one guy, you know, you pick a quarterback, then the second or the third team, they might pick a quarterback, and it's a domino effect. But that was very odd this year. But it just goes to show you, man, what teams think about the way the NFL is going, man. They got to have defensive guys not only who can get to the quarterback, but who can also cause turnovers as well. Ike, this is why you're the absolute best. You said that. And I'm like, there's no way that that's true. It's true. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Trayvon Walker to the Jags, Hutchinson to the Lions, Derek Stingley to the Texans, Sauce Gardner to the Jets, and then yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau to the Giants. I, yeah. You said that, and it just didn't sound right in my brain. I'm like, there's no yeah. way that that's true. It's true. It's yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, <laughs> that's five. That's five years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the depth chart and the captains, Ike. So Trubisky, the starter, Pickett, Rudolph, second and third string. A few other observations I had with the depth chart. Captains also named two, Trubisky, one of them. We'll get to the captains in a second. Jalen Warren is the backup. And if people listen to the Believe in Steelers show, we predicted this even before the start of the first preseason game. I know you were boots on the ground at training camp in Latrobe bike, but if you'll go back and look at the timestamp, I got to give you your flowers yet again. Ike. You called it and you said, Jalen Warren's going to win the backup role. He's listed as the number two running back behind Najee Harris. Well, third, I see the cover, you know, and your third eye is your good. And they, they say your gut is probably your honest brain. And because usually us as humans, we tend to have a favorite on our style of what we like. So, you know, we'll be biased in some of our decisions, but your gut and your intuition say, no, believe it, see it, go with it, flow with it. And that's exactly what I did with Jalen when it came down to, to backing up Najee. Believe it, see it, go with it, flow with it. You teach me something new every time we talk. Like. I just I just I just made that up. So you gotta write it down for me because I'm definitely gonna forget it. Believe it, see it, go with it, flow with it. Warren the back up there. Excited to see what he can do. An undrafted rookie out of Oklahoma State. Short, stocky, low center of gravity. Excited to see what he can do because Najee Harris needs a Robin to his Batman. Kevin Dotson winning the starting left guard role over Kendrick Green. I hope Dotson can stay healthy. Dotson also went to your college, Ike, Louisiana Lafayette. So I know you're probably rooting for the hometown kid. But right. if Kendrick Green gets his opportunity and get back into the starting lineup anywhere on the offensive line, he's got to be ready in year two. He has struggled, but we'll see what happens. Dotson has struggled to stay on the field. I've got my eye on the left guard position. few other observations I made. Devin Bush winning the inside linebacker battle. I can't say that I'm surprised considering he's a former first rounder. You bring in Miles Jack. You bring in Brian Flores, Terrell Austin, first year as the defensive coordinator. And then the starting cornerbacks, you've got a base of Cam Sutton, Akella Witherspoon as your two starters at cornerback. Those are the observations I made with the Steelers releasing their depth chart earlier this week. Yeah, and everybody you name, like, they had good camps to be starters, you know? So 
It, it was pretty much how they ended last year. How, how Pittsburgh ended last year other than the quarterback position and a few missing pieces on the offensive line. Uh, Stephon Tour wind up retiring because of his situation, and we all understand that. Uh, Devin Bush, he came back off of his injury. He feels like he's better than ever, uh, at least better than last year. You wind up in for agency getting the, getting the miles jack, and that's what Pittsburgh usually haven't done. You know, Pittsburgh usually – Never go out of town. They usually stay in house and they play their drafted players. But you know, between Minka Fitzpatrick, between Witherspoon, between Miles Jack, you know, they acquired some guys and Larry Ogunjobi, who uh, who's playing at the defensive line position. So Pittsburgh is really, you know, they're going outside the box. They kind of evolving as well as a front office on getting guys other than the guys they drafted. But it's a right now lead, you know, and and, and to do that and to see that from Pittsburgh. I respect the heck out of that, Mark. Yeah, Ogajobi going against his former team this weekend, too, Ike, and the Bengals. He played for the Bengals and the Browns before, so I'm excited to see what he can do in his Steelers uniform and see what he and Cam Hayward can do up front controlling the line of scrimmage. I'm ready to have that dominant defense yet again, Ike. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Of course. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. When it comes down to the front seven and and having sacks, not too many teams have had have had more sacks than Pittsburgh in the past four years. You know that, that's that's Pittsburgh mm-hmm. specialty, and, and you gotta you gotta have some kind of personality and something you can hang your hat on when it comes down to the defensive side or the offensive side. And for Pittsburgh, it's like you know all we do is get sacks all day. You know, just, yeah, it's just, this it's this crazy dichotomy, Ike, because they lead the league in sacks last year, but they're dead last in rushing yards allowed. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Like, and I'm talking any level of football, not just NFL, college or high school. I've never seen that before. Yeah, you got to hang your hat on something, you know. And for 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 it, it's 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 not going to be like, you know, we had a little bit of everything when I played, Mark. You know, we we led, we was number one in pass defense, and we was number two in in, in rush defense. And, you know, we did that for like five years, mm-hmm. and I think out of my twelve years, I was probably outside the top ten. Two, two of them years. So <laughs> that's that's just that's just what it was. You know, we was one, two, one, two, one, two for a certain amount of years, and we hung our hat on that. But you know, the vibe is different. You know, these kids are getting paid a lot more money these days. You know, now you know three, three, three for fifteen was good back in the day. If you're if you're a superstar and all pro guy, you know you're doing three for fifty. <laughs> that's what you're doing right now. So it's just a little bit different, man. But you got to hang your hat on something right now with T.J. Watt being the former league defensive of, of, of MVP. That says a lot. It says exactly what Pittsburgh want to hang their hat on. So, yeah, you can run us. You can run on us occasionally. Well, a lot. But at the same time, man, it's one thing you're not going to do uh, without having some kind of trouble around your feet. And that's throwing the ball. And we got two guys who get to the quarterback. Cam Haywood is too. We don't talk about him as an interior guy who gets a lot of sacks, hurries. It calls fumbles, but he do. He he's probably one of the best top two, depending on who you ask. When it when it comes down to interior alignment, getting to the quarterback and causing pressure and having sacks as well. He's great at getting his hands up too, Ike, and deflecting balls, and that leads to more turnovers Correct. and being opportunistic and setting your offense up to succeed. Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt. Voted as captains of the Steelers, Mitch right. Trubisky and Najee Harris on offense. Miles Killebrew will represent Steelers on special teams. 
I noticed Trubisky and Najee Harris are really the two that stand out to me. I can just what that says about the confidence that the Steelers have in those two players. Did you have any other observations from the captains that got named from the Steelers team? No, nah, that's 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 what Pittsburgh do. You know the players, the players, uh, the players go with each other, so they write who they think should cap, uh, who the captain should be. So you just got to go with that vibe. I stay out of that. Okay. Okay. I was going to ask you how they elected the captains. How come you were never elected a captain, Ike, in your 12 years with the Steelers? I was, I mean, I probably would have been if I didn't have Troy Polamalu. It's true. I forget. Yep. I think it was one of the final years uh, you yeah. two were together in Pittsburgh. I went year by year, Ike, and went back into the archives. And it's right. just like, well, when you're planning with James Ferrier and I know Ryan Clark was a captain yeah. one year and like it's it's hard. So the first my on the defensive side it was Joey Porter. Mm-hmm. Then Joey Porter, uh, he he's he's gonna wind up getting it up. Then after Joey Porter it was Pot Dog James Ferrier. Mm-hmm. After James Ferrier was Troy Polamalu. So I mean, what you? I mean, no, no, I'm sorry. It was James Harrison then Troy Polamalu. I mean, you know, I, I I was the first round draft pick one, two. I didn't have an outs. I had a great career. Those guys I just named and had an outstanding career. So, I mean, it's hard to beat Troy Polamalu when it came to the captain. I mean, Troy could have been the captain for all 12 years if he really wanted to. He just, from a Troy standpoint, he just kind of denied it. So, with me, man, hey, I was just part of the Jackson 5, bro. Troy was Michael Jackson. Yeah. I was part of the Jackson yeah. 5. I knew my role, and I played it just like that, Mark. I like that, Ike. Every time that makes me smile when you mention that and uh, speaks to Troy Polamalu's excellence on the field. Speaking of excellence on the field, too, Ike, the Steelers announced this week they are going to retire the number 32 in honor of Franco Harris. This is going to be an awesome tribute because it comes on the 50th anniversary of one of the most iconic plays in NFL history, the Immaculate Reception The timing of this is excellent. It's going to an excellent person, an excellent player. I hope to see some of the OGs from Franco's Italian Army there for the Week 16 game against the Raiders. I I thought this was awesome. And even when you fly into the city of Pittsburgh, one of the first things that you're greeted by, the statue of the Immaculate Reception and Franco Harris, congrats to him, the number 32, going to be retired this season by the Steelers. Yeah, I I saw Mr. Art, the the owner and chairman, and the president for the Pittsburgh Steelers, he, I saw his uh, comments, I saw his press conference, and he said it's long overdue. But I think you just hit it on the head. This is perfect timing. You know, not only is it perfect for the NFL, it's perfect for, for Franco, um, it's perfect for the city, it's perfect for the 50th, 50th anniversary, and everything that went down in, a, in, in that historic event, that historic moment for the Pittsburgh Steelers and why they won or how, and how they won. So for me, man, I just thought it was all the way cool. You know, I, I, I heard something was going to go down. I didn't actually know what was going to go down. And when Mr. Art came up there and presented that jersey and said they were tire- retiring that jersey, I'm like, oh, man, this is this is perfect. You know, I, he said it was long overdue. And in the back of my mind, I was like, hell no, this is perfect time. So everything happened for a reason, you know. So this is this is good, not only for the city. Uh, major shout out to Franco Harris. Uh, him and I talked a couple of times down in Miami when we had our you know, meet and greets with, with the old heads, with the Joe Greens and, and, and Stallworths and the Troy Palomalos, the Alephanticas and Coach Kyle. We, we sat down to talk and, 
you know, they always say, man, they want to stay away. You know, it was like, hell no, nah, we wanted y'all here, <laughs> you know? So it, it was just some good talks, especially with, with Franco. You know, it's a lot of living legends in Pittsburgh in the history, especially in the 70s, but, you know, Franco is just a little bit different. You know, he's quiet. He, he's on his own. He don't really say too much, but you respect the hell out of him. You know, he's one of the guys, you know, he, he'll give you a few sentences and it's going to hit you, you know, and it's going to be very positive. So he, he's like a grandpa, man. Always talking soft, always have something impactful to say, and he don't need to say too much. Like, do you ever think about the culture that the 1970s Steelers helped establish how that impacted you in your life, even 20, 30 years later, and then how that continues. Yeah, just from a football standpoint, we, you know, we, we want to replicate uh, the 2000 Pittsburgh Steelers, everything that 1970s Pittsburgh Steelers did. And that was loving each other, uh, holding each other accountable and football first. You know, that, 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 was, that was it. It means your green was the the head honcho, the El Jefe, when it came down to, to all of that, you know, and we just wanted to replicate that. And the reason why we wanted to, because they had so much success and you still see the 70 Steelers, a lot of them still staying in Pittsburgh. You know, the Mel Blunts, the Francos. I know me and Joe Green, he's back down in Texas, but you still got a lot of guys who still sitting up in Pittsburgh and we're talking about 1970s and it's a reason why. But when you look at how they was winning, Mark, it was, you know, just loving, holding each other accountable, being very unselfish, and we all have one goal. And the one goal was, you know, winning, winning Lombardi's, and that's exactly what the Pittsburgh Steelers did. So once we took on that, you know, once they started coming around a little bit more, man, it made everything, like, pitch a clip. So that's what I remember, man. We just wanted to replicate, and that was just super cool. You know, the 70s Steelers, man, it was super cool. Then when you get to watching Netflix – uh, videos, some of the Netflix videos, and you get to hear the stories, not only from the, the 70s Steelers, but from everybody else. She was like, oh, yeah, social media social media definitely couldn't have been back in the game with it. So, <laughs> the boys really living the life. There's a lot of great books about the lifestyle the 70s sure. Steelers lived, Ike, that I would encourage any of our listeners or viewers to go on and read. They're tremendous. Again, a fitting tribute to a legend of, again, one of the most iconic plays in NFL history, Ike. So very excited to see that. And again, the rivalry against the Raiders, it was like the NFL's best. I mean, I know Steelers, Cowboys, but Steelers, Raiders was just, it, it goes back, you know, it's again, it's going to be 50 years. Really, really excited to see this. Uh, and again, I, you know, I was trying to figure out this week, I texted you, I'm like, do you have any idea what this will be about crickets? I didn't hear anything from you. And then I heard what it was, and it's like, this makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense of how they handled it, and then Art Rooney announcing it as well, fitting tribute to the legend. Correct, correct. No, it's, it's, Let's it's, go. It's that time. It was, it was perfect time with my thoughts. I think uh, Troy Polamalu is going to be there one day too. I, we'll see, and I know they can't retire every single number, but he would be my guess for who could potentially be next in line. I think Troy Polamalu is a possibility further down the line for the Steelers, maybe Ben Roethlisberger, we'll see. But I would guess, if I'm a guessing man, one of those two, Big Ben or Troy Polamalu would be next. We'll see. Yeah, I hope they don't wait 50 years because I need to be around for that. I hope they do it soon. Mike, well, we will move on. Sunday, you've got the Bengals and Steelers, and I wanted to just play a quick exercise with you. 
The Steelers but, win Sunday if. Take this in any direction you please. Man, it's going to be, uh, just my personal opinion, it's going to be a nice little basketball matchup. You know, what I mean by that is between, you know, Chase, uh, George, and, and Deontay, you know, versus, you know, Jamar, Boyd, and Higgins. You know, you got you got you got a small four, you got a power four, and you got a point guard on all three on both teams. You know, when it comes down to the slot, so that's what I'm looking at. It's gonna be exciting for me to watch, and whichever group, and I know they're gonna challenge each other. I know Cincinnati looking at the group I just named between George, Deontay, and Chase, like they got a nice little group over there. I know for sure the Pittsburgh Steelers looking at the group in Cincinnati, like. Yeah, them boys got some dogs. So then it comes down to the running back position. And, you know, Joe Mixon, all he do is come up with dances every time he hit the end zone. And, you know, uh, Najee has high expectations for his second year. So that's what it boils down to me. But for me, I'm just looking at the perimeter. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to see whoever have the best perimeter might be, you know, the issue why one team went over the, over the other. Okay, yeah, I will see. I'm going to go take this in a little bit different direction. It's easy to say win the turnover battle. That's given. But I also think that what I want to know is, okay, we expect the Bengals' offensive line to be better. Lyle right. Collins, Alex Kappa coming in, helped fortify that offensive line that gave up a ton of sacks a year ago with Burrow. Got to win the sack battle as well. So not just the turnover battle, but right. you're going to have to get, get after Burrow and see if you can get to him with pressure because – when this offense did struggle, and it wasn't often, it was when they couldn't keep Burrow upright. So that would be where I'm looking at, hey, T.J. Watt, if he's double-teamed Cam Hayward, and then if Watt's getting double-teamed, Alex Highsmith on the other side, we didn't see a ton of him in preseason because he was hurt, but this is Alex Highsmith's time to shine because I'd imagine if Watt's going to garner the attention that he will wind up over an opposing team's right tackle, you've got to be able to eat in one-on-one matchups. It's a role we saw Bud Dupree thrive in, and that's the reason he got a big contract from the Tennessee Titans after the Steelers had used the franchise tag on him. But if Watt's going to garner all the attention that he will, and he will as the league's reigning defensive player of the year, someone else has to take advantage of one-on-one matchups. I'm very excited to see what Alex Highsmith can do in Sunday's game. Gotcha. Makes sense. Okay. Ike. Time for score predictions. And I know you're working for the Steelers now. I'm going to put you on the spot, though. Right, right. Who you got on Sunday? Who you got on Sunday? Between who? Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. We're going to play this game. Yeah, the Steelers and Bengals will play this game. That's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a good game. Okay, okay. So this is what Ike Taylor, the official scout for the Steelers, says. If you had, like, a little birdie in your head or some, like, let's say – what does uh, you know? What what would what, what would you say? What would you say if it was you know hypothetical Ike or maybe psychic Ike Taylor or clairvoyant Ike Taylor? The bird just the bird just came in my ill humming bird just came in and said to say between Pittsburgh and the Cincinnati Bengals, it's gonna be a good game. Okay. Okay, Ike Taylor, I will I'll let you off the hook there. I've got the Bengals. <laughs> Look, I, I don't want to 
Trust me, I know. It's your coast. I've got the Bengals winning 31-23. Our guy, Ian Eagle, is going to be on the call, but I just think the Bengals coming off the Super Bowl, I like what I saw from the Steelers in the preseason, but they're the top dog in the AFC. And really, it's funny because a lot of times the Super Bowl winner or the Super Bowl loser winds up playing worse the next year traditionally, and no one really expects that from this Bengals team this upcoming season. And we talk about how they upgraded their biggest weakness from a a year ago, and that was pass protection. So if they're up to snuff and they're as good as they were claimed to be, and Burrow's really the guy in the AFC, and I'm talking about one of the AFC elite-level quarterbacks, we'll see. But I'm very excited again. Our guy, Ian Eagle, is going to be on the call. We talked to him last week here on the Believe in Steelers show, Ike. So it'll be nice hearing a familiar voice. But my final score, Bengals 31, Steelers 23. That is my prediction for Sunday's game. Okay, you you entitled to your own, you know, opinion and decision. Uh, Hopefully you're wrong. Don't guilt me because I'm being objective and I'm telling our listeners and viewers the truth, Ike. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you're wrong as hell. You know, but I, I get it. I understand. One thing I think the Steelers are is in their favor. They play in the Eastern time zone for the entire 2022 season. Least miles traveled throughout the NFL. Like, and if you could still get that over under win total at seven and a half, I encourage our listeners and viewers head to betonline.ag and hammer the over there. There you go. I'm still bullish on the Steelers, like, even though I think the Bengals will win on Sunday. And so as a Bengals team, maybe the Steelers can get revenge because they lost both games a year ago. Ike, one final segment in today's show, the boxing match, Le'Veon Bell, Adrian Peterson. It's actually going to happen. And so this is going to be in LA. Are you still planning on going to this one? Because I know you were initially going to go and it got rescheduled. Yeah, they they sent it back. So the first one I could have made, but this one, I don't know. I got to check out the schedule. You know, so, (laughs) you know, AP, I love AP. I played against AP. He different. He a dog, Hall of Famer, all that good stuff. But I'm going to go with LB, man. And I ain't talking about linebacker. I'm talking about Le'Veon Bell. I know Le'Veon Bell been doing this for a minute, and he take this serious. So if I had some 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 change to put on somebody between the two, I'm going to put some change on LB, man. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm telling you, I'm going to put some change on him. I'm going to put some change on him. I'm going to put some change on him. Put some change on him. I said it three times, and if you say it three times and you're from New Orleans, that means you're serious, serious. If you say it twice, that means you're going to die off of what you say. So I'm serious, serious about this, Mark. Oh, man. I'm not going to say anything that's as entertaining as that, Ike. So I think we could just go ahead and call the show. In all honesty, IT, you're the absolute best. And if you do end up going, that's on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So you, you only got like, I don't know. 24, 48 hours to decide. And we'll, I'll see on your IG, it'll just pop on and it'll be like, oh, Ike's ringside in LA because that's I, that's how you roll. I know you. And one thing I do, I, I do live in the moment. You know, I don't I, I don't have time to think because I don't know that good man going to go out and press that button and call me to come up there. So, you know, if, if it's some moment or anything, it's a reason why they call me spontaneous. They don't call me spontaneous. They call me spontaneous. So they call me spontaneous for a reason because, man, at a blink of an eye, just like that, Mark, I could be in one state to the next state or a different country. <laughs> I too, you're the absolute best. I'm excited to talk with you on Sunday again about NFL opening weekends. Really quickly, uh, Bills, Rams, 
Thursday night tonight. I'm going to take Rams. Who you got in that one? Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Bills. I like Josh. Okay. Okay. BetOnline.ag is your place to do it. They're today's presenting sponsor of the Believe in Steelers show. I want to thank you, Ike Taylor. I want to thank the Believe Network, our video producers over at Brinks TV, led by John Brinkus, Courtney Vargas, Herbert Diaz, producer Yancey, and the whole crew over there, Ike. And thank you to the listeners and the viewers of the Believe in Steelers show. Football is back. I am so excited. Yeah, make sure y'all give us a five-star rating every time y'all tune in. Regardless of the platform, we'll stay entertaining. Insightful Mark and I always have personality, though, and that would be the issue. You know what I'm saying? So make sure and major props to betterline.ag, Brink TV, a huge shout out to Believe Podcast, and a major shout out to my dog, Mark Bergen. Man, love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all tune in and stay tuned for what we got coming up on Sunday. We'll probably post it, the, not the following, the following day. So, hey, make sure y'all get your ice wagon, you. Oh, yeah. There you go. I'm always repping this till I'm in the dirt. So thanks for tuning in. Mark, go close it up, and I'm going to say the peace. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thank you for watching the Believe in Steelers show and enjoy Sunday's action. Steelers, Bengals. We'll see you next week. Until then, take care and so long, everybody. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.